Yes, sir. You already know what it is, and you already know where you have reached. Once again, it's on. What up, though? I'm your host, Sean Hubbard, the founder of Hubbard Wrestling Weekly, and you have reached the number one up-and-coming professional wrestling podcast in the world, being broadcasted live right here from New York City. And I'm telling y'all something right now. I'm so blessed to say for the 50th historic landmark episode, you have reached the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. We are in the building with a big-time episode, with a big-time subject. And I'm talking about Roman Reigns and his recent heel turn as Universal Heavyweight Champion in WWE. And you know, for a historic 50th episode, with all my listeners listening in all 50 states and internationally, I'm thanking God for each and every one of you. May God continue to bless us all during this pandemic. May God give us his protection, love, and grace during this trying time. But we're going to get through it together, and I'm going to introduce you to my huge guest for tonight's show. But before I introduce you to him, i got to make sure I reintroduce you to this. And I'm talking about HaasKraya.com. HaasKraya.com revolutionizes everything it takes to make sure your business pops on the internet in the best possible way. I'm talking about web development. I'm talking about web platforming. I'm talking about the very best in those areas. Make sure you check them out. That's H-A-A-S-C-R-E-A.com. That's Hoskrea.com because we love tech and make sure you let them know that Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Central. Yeah, you already know what it is, man. I'm so fired up, man. It's going to be a tremendous episode. I can't believe it, y'all. 50 episodes, 50 episodes, and I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to tell y'all about my in-studio guest in one second. You know what I'm saying? He's from Canada, Montreal, Canada. I'm so happy to have him here. Shout out to everybody in Canada. One of the, one of Canada's finest, you know what I'm saying? You got Chris Jericho, you got Brett the Hitman Hart, you have countless others, and you have my guest in this building, in this show in this moment right here on the Hubbard Wrestle Wiki podcast. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about him in one second, but I want to make sure y'all check out OldSchoolShirts.com. That's Old School, school spelled S-K-O-O-L, Shirts.com. If you go to OldSchoolShirts.com and put in the discount code Mountie10, that's M-O-U-N-T-I-E 10, the number 10, you will get a 10% discount on T-shirts, and I'm talking about old school T-shirts like The Undertaker, like Owen Hart, like Brett the Hitman Hart, like The Outsiders, like all these cool guys and ladies of wrestling that we grew up with, you know what I'm saying, Sonny, Sable, all that good stuff, yo, make sure you check it out, and that's compliments of my guest on this show, OldSchoolShirts.com, and that discount code, Mountie10, is courtesy of my tremendous in-studio guest, I'm talking about a man who's a friend of mine, I'm so blessed to have him. And it's not just about pro wrestling. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to get sentimental with y'all for two seconds, y'all. So bear with me. You know, I got swagger for days. Sexiest big man in the game. But I do get sentimental from time to time, especially when I talk about this brother, man. Because this dude and I, our connection as brothers stems from our love of Jesus Christ, our love of, of God and faith and all that good stuff, man. And, and it's such a great thing when two uh, God-fearing brothers, man, get together, talk some pro wrestling and have a good time. And that's what we're going to have right here right now on NXT TakeOver 31 Weekend. I'm fired up about that coming up tomorrow night. But enough about that. I got to introduce you to our guest that we're going to be talking about Roman Reigns with right here, right now. Yo, he's a good friend of mine. He's got a tremendous YouTube, Instagram, Twitter following. I'm talking about my friend. I call him Eddie Mount. You call him Ed the Mountie. Welcome to the show, my brother. 
What's going on, Sean? That was quite the introduction. How you doing, man? Bless, man. God is good, man. And so I'm so, so excited to have you with me today, man. Absolutely glad. God bless you, my brother. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm, I'm honored, grateful, uh, excited. Honestly, like I've, I've been wanting to talk about this topic for a month. So I love the fact that you brought it up to me. Um, and we, you know, I know we had another topic in mind originally, but yes, I love yes. the fact that we, we pulled that audible and, uh, you know, this is something that I really want to, uh, kind of address and go over. I'm really excited to, uh, to discuss it, see your take and, uh, and hopefully you kind of see where I'm at with it. So thanks again. Mount, you know, the, the thing is, man, when you, when you connect, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, the brotherhood is super dope. And, and I know that at the end of the day, the fans are going to love this, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I actually am blessed to say that I have listeners in all 50 states. I have a couple of listeners internationally. So, you know, for you to be on my show representing your home country, representing your country, and not only that, you know, be with me on, on a level of like, you know, you're my bro, and we're both very knowledgeable and passionate about the project. You know what I'm saying? I would not have it any other way. The honor is truly all mine, man. But we're talking about Roman Reigns, man. We're talking about... Mr. WWE, I hate to say that because, you know, it's like when I think Mr. WWE, I think about John Cena, which makes me want to throw up a little bit. All due respect, he's a legend, but he still kind of makes me sick. But anyway, Roman Reigns. Um, bro, talk to the people real quick about just a little bit about pre-heel turn Roman Reigns. You know, just your perspective. You don't have to go down, down a long road because yep. we're going to have a real long road when it comes to this heel turn because I got so much to say and I know you do too. But before we get into that, talk about pre-Roman Reigns and what kind of brought us to the precipice of what we saw at SummerSlam. Well, you know, you say talk quick. It was never really my forte. I've been known on my channel to ramble on a few times. Well, do that then. Do that then. <laughs> yes. So, I, you know, it's because I'm passionate about, you know, what what we're into here. No like, doubt. Uh, you know, like the, the sport, the industry, uh, the wonderful thing of pro wrestling. Yes, sir. Um, so many, you know, different avenues, so many different opinions, so many different outlooks. And what I find interesting is, you know, we watch pro wrestling for what it is, right? It's a good guy versus bad guy. Mm -hmm. and, and it's just interesting to me that a creative team, year after year, week after week, character after character, needs to find interesting ways to make a character stand out from a previous heel turn or a previous face turn uh -huh. or, uh, or whatever the case may be. Um, and I say that because I really feel um, I wasn't, how do I say this? I wasn't necessarily a massive fan at first mm -hmm. of, how, of how they did things because I thought it was like, what are they doing? You know what I mean? Like, it was such a slow turn. Right, right, absolutely. In a, in a way. Mm -hmm. Like, he, he makes this big triumphant return at SummerSlam, goes after the most devious, devilous, uh, I don't even know if that's a word. No, nah, it works for me. It works for you. Like, the, the most devil character yep. that we've seen on TV in, like, a decade or maybe more, mm -hmm. um, you know, in The Fiend. And, you know, he goes after Braun Strowman. Right? Yes, he did. Braun? He, Braun, yeah, exactly. yes, he so did. Braun against Fiend, wasn't it? Yes, indeed. And I find, okay, like, you know, he's beating the crap out of both of them, and he's doing his thing, like, you know, and, and nothing really super changed there mm -hmm. as far as, like, hey, I'm the big dog, and blah, blah, blah. 
and then I was like, then the, when he sided with Heyman, I said, okay, well, where is this going to go? You know, and right. I was like, well, everybody was saying like, well, you know, that's it. He's a heel. I said, well, is he though? You know, because he he didn't really do anything super heel esque. Right. He 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 still he, was the big dog, and and I mean, he he didn't necessarily walk around smiling and kissing babies before. No, he didn't, right. and that's what I'm saying. You know, right. so he came back into the you know. He, he would have done the same thing if it was classic old, you know, big dog character, Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. So I wanted, like, okay, the only difference was he had a t-shirt, a new t-shirt. Great. Right. You know, Seth Rollins had a new t-shirt when he came back from injury. So I was like, okay, where's this going to go? Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. And then I was like, okay. I started watching a little bit more closely. And I felt it was really interesting on how they were, you know, pulling the heartstrings of the family it kind of seemed like he was, the best word I can say is manipulating or doing mind games with his own family, with right. the, being the Uso brothers and everything else. And mm-hmm. that slow sort of turn, like, well, what is he doing with Heyman? What, what, what's really, we all know Heyman is like, you know, the, 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 the heel, the best heel manager, uh, arguably, of all time. You know so, what? I'd give, I'd give a slight nod to Bobby Heenan, but, but other than that, I, I don't see yes. anybody better than Paul Heyman. Agreed, agreed. Mm-hmm. And especially in this day and age, 100%. Like, to be honest, he's the best one. Yes, right? sir, 100%. And, and he's catapulted guys in some ways, and some of them didn't work, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And some of them did work, you yes, know sir. what I mean? Yes, sir. Um, and I was just like, you know what, man? Like, I wanted to see how this was going to play out, and I've been very, very intrigued and uh, captivated from this whole... Uh, experience with Roman Reigns um, because it's not your typical like he comes out and boom he's a bad guy right away and like he's just doing bad guy things I love the fact that you know they're doing things this way because uh, it's just it's just different bro it's just different and and maybe I'm just like you know going in a circle but I feel like it's more interesting than what we've typically seen with with a, a guy turning you know, basic heel, and, 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 you know, he has the blow-up, and then you just see him being uh, a badass, I'm going to, you know, kick everybody, kick and scream, blame the fans, whatever. Yeah, he exactly. hasn't even really done that yet, you know? Like, you know, what, you, what you're talking about, what you're talking about, and I want you to continue, I'm just interjecting, like, for me, you're going to hear my take on this, and it's going to shock you, because you know I love heels. Um mm-hmm. I'm going to hold on to that. I just wanted to interject that real quick. I, I just, I have some reservations, but please continue. Okay, so what I mean by all of that is, mm-hmm. you know, he's not doing the typical heel work where he's like, you know, you people, you guys didn't believe in me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you guys would boo me when I would beat uh, blah, 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 this person who was like, uh, you know, poison to the WWE. In fact, you wanted me to get... He's not really feeding right. into that. He's I, sh- I should be that. your role model or stuff like yeah, that. Man. Yeah, man. He's yeah. not like necessarily catering to the fans yet. You know what I mean? Or not catering, but uh, insulting. Exactly. And, and, and he's... And look, we've seen... Some bad side. We've seen, like I said, the manipulating side where he's there, he's smiling at Jay, he turns his back, and then boom, he has that serious face like, I'm going to own you. Yeah. And it's just like, I feel like it's such, it's more entertaining for me because you're not giving it all in one day. You're not giving it all in one pay-per-view. You're not giving it all in one moment. Like, it's just, I think they have something here that they're really creating kind of going forward. I predict a 
And maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. No, please I go, 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 go. A Samoan stable. I don't know exactly what they're going to call it. They can call it the tribe. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Something mm -hmm. like that. Right. This is something that I've wanted them to do for a long time. Um, they have they have the talent. You got the Usos. You got Nia Jack. You got Samoa Joe. Uh, you know, you have people get have have a chance here. to give Tamina to Tamina to do something a little bit more significant. Absolutely, mm -hmm. and you can do this so many different ways. Just because the Usos are in, you know, the stable doesn't automatically mean that they have to be tag champs. That's you true. One, That's you true. You can give one of them a U.S. title. You can give the other one an IC title. Roman has Universal. Uh, Naya has the Women's or whatever. Or Naya or, or, or Naya Tamina. And, yes. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? So yes. I feel like you can really get something here and you could this could like go for the next year minimum if I they really so. space it out and like build it so well. Like the fact that Roman, you know, uh you know, a lot of people are saying he's he's made Jey Uso now. He's made him. Oh one hundred percent. I think I think it's helped him. Mm -hmm. I think I think it's just the tip of the iceberg for Jay. Okay. I think it's uh you know, I don't, how do I say this? I think he's going to make him more down the road when this stable will split up and maybe somebody is at the top of that or that has to go against Roman because he's the, the big breadwinner of the whole tribe. Okay, I'm with is, you. Let's I'm just with call you. it that for a minute. Uh -huh. um, and I think at that point, you're going to make him kind of like when they kicked out Randy Orton, you know? Yeah, yeah, even I'm though not, it didn't work in 04, but eventually no. it would evolve into something huge, yep. Exactly, and I think that you know, this is just a, a, a teaser, a taste for Jay. And I think that they need to do a teaser and taste for uh, Jimmy and, and and see what he can do and uh, see if people are, are, are behind it. Because I'll be honest, like, I've, I've been really enjoying this whole angle. It's the, for me, Roman Reigns, and I, I've been a fan, bro, a long time. I'm with you. You know, I don't know if you know that or not. But I do. I, I, I do. Listen, just because we, you're my friend, I, I do my homework. We're still doing, we're just still conducting business. I did my homework. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, because <laughs> you know, real recognizes real, bro. That's a and fact. You understand that. That's a fact. Um, what I found out was when I saw this guy years ago, I saw dollar signs immediately. Right. I was like, you know, and, and, and it's so funny because I feel like there's so many people now out of the woodworks, like wrestling fans always do. Mm -hmm. They always flip-flop. They hate him, they hate him, and then all of a sudden they love him and they try to blame somebody else for the fact that they hated them. Facts. They hated the, oh, they hate the booking. Oh, they don't, I don't like the way it was shoved down my throat. I don't give a crap. Mm -hmm. I don't, mm -hmm. he, the guy has it, whether you like his creative or not. For me, for me, that's separate issue, you know? I can be a fan of somebody even if they're not booked properly because I still see that whatever the creative throws at them, they're knocking it out of the park. Okay, well, I have to give and you credit exactly for being a little bit more evolved than I am. So on, on that level, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie. Booking does affect my 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 view. But you know what? I, I, I respect where you're coming from. Yeah. No, I'd like, I'd like to hear um, like what what is it that on your side that you think uh, – like how, do, how does it change your – your opinion on the talent well i mean interesting take. It, it's it's one of those things where like i mean what's the obvious example that everybody would use in a situation like this and i'm not gonna veer against that that trend i'm gonna talk about john cena for a second i'm gonna talk about how john cena has exactly i'm talking about how john cena had the potential well, uh, you know say this tongue-in-cheek he's still like one of the greatest to ever do it he's a hall of famer but 
he was a Hall of Famer by force instead of a Hall of Famer by natural, you know, but by just being natural. Now, it's a lot of um, controversy about whether or not that, you know, rapper was his real thing. Like, I, was did John Cena really grow up being a fan of hip hop? Did John Cena really grow up being, um, you know, hip hop in a, in a suburban, um, you know, surrounded area? Like, was he really that dude? Who knows? But at the end of the day... From my homework, I understand that he was a little hip hop. I understand he was a little bit urban. I understand he was, you know, somebody who did have that mm-hmm. in him. Obviously, we all know the backstory about how he kind of backdoored his way, and I say that in a good way, backdoored his way into superstardom with that um, Vanilla Ice promo that he did at Halloween back in, I believe, two thousand and four, if I'm not mistaken. But sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, or two thousand three, as a matter of fact, because he really came, he came on the scene big time when he was the. Uh, one of the sole survivors in Survivor Series 2003. So, you give me John Cena that is this hip-hop, throwback-wearing, backwards-hat-wearing dude that I loved and that the world loved, and then slowly but surely you rip that away, and he's no longer chain gang. Now he's Mr. Hustle, Loyalty, and Respect. Okay, that does sell more t-shirts, but yeah. now we're in a situation where, like, literally, like, you're the hottest, you know, talent in the industry with maybe Batista being number 1A, right? And mm-hmm. now we get the title on him at WrestleMania 21. I don't want to make this about John Cena. I'm just making a quick point. I hear you. You get John Cena the title in 2005, which was the right time, right? But now, literally by... Pff, Three months later, we're, we're at SummerSlam, and he's getting booed out of the building when he defends against Jericho. And it's because you took away, back to booking, right? You took away what we loved, and you made it corporate. You took away something that was organic. You took like, So whether or not, whether or not, bro, that, you know, John Cena being hip-hop was authentic, let's take that off the table, right? One thing that we know was authentic was that that freestyle he did at Halloween for Vanilla as Vanilla Ice with Stephanie McMahon? It was dope. That's one thing I know. That's one thing all of us know. I don't care if it was authentic. I don't care if it was it was his real backstory. I don't care. All I know is that in that moment it was authentic, and in that moment it was dope. And that's the John Cena we all fell in love with. It was taken away for no apparent reason. Okay, and now. We're stuck with this now guy that we think is Fugazi. You you told us that Roman Reigns was hip-hop. You told us that Roman Reigns was for the streets. Excuse me, I'm saying Roman Reigns. I'm talking about John Cena. You told me (laughs) John Cena was um, hip-hop. You told me John Cena was for the streets. You told me John Cena is down for the cause, right? Now he's not. Now he's Mr. Hustle, Loyalty, Respect. Now he's Mr. Say Your Prayers, Eat Your Vitamins, and and Train. That's who he is now? It seems... Fake, and it's the same thing when it comes to Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns went from like this, you know, like you said, badass superhero to talking about Jack and the Beanstalk. Yeah, you know that's that's corporate booking. Back to your yeah. point, bro. That's corporate booking making me jaded towards a talent. If that makes any sense, it makes total sense. And uh, you know, I think I think both have a, a very a strong argument, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, right. I think it's, I think it's important to understand that, hey, man, they're they're wasting this guy, mm-hmm. you know, and that and that's I think where where you're coming from. Right. And I totally agree. Right. 
I don't obviously agree all the time with how a talent's being used. I do not. Half mm-hmm. the, more than half the time, I, I can't stand it. I'm like, man, I could do so much better. And right. I hate to say that. It's right. just like, how, how is it possible that us and so many different people have that same mindset? It's like, why don't you just do this? Or why don't you just do that? I don't get it. Like, what are they doing? And I don't know. I, maybe there's like some, you know, long-term sort of method to the madness where, you know, I'm one of those fans where I feel like, okay, um, I still see something and mm-hmm. I still see them uh, generating whatever curveball that WWE threw at them. I still feel like they're they're doing it as best as they possibly could, mm-hmm. corporate or not. Mm-hmm. And yes. I'm just and and for me, it's more the the anticipation of like, okay, are they going to change it at some minute? That's what keeps me captivated in the character. Okay. I'm like, <coughs> excuse me. No problem. Like what's what's gonna happen, you know, when um, you know something changes in their character, or they're gonna do a turn, or mm-hmm. or uh, or whatever. Like I want to be the guy that says, you know what, I saw something in him from day one, um, I, and I just want to be that guy to to say like I stuck by him in a way, even through the crappy sort of uh, bookings or whatever. It's kind of like. I mean, it sounds it's it's really apples and oranges. No, nah, like, talk to me, talk to it's me. Like, it's like siding with a, with a sports team for me, you know, mm-hmm. like just because they're having some bad years and some bad whatever, uh, and their rebuild is terrible and whatever, doesn't mean I'm ne- I'm going to jump on the next hot pony. I don't like. I'm not one of those. That's fair. Fans. That's fair. I, I respect don't that. like doing that. Like right. I'll be honest, I'm not. I wasn't a big Bailey fan. Okay. Next thing you know, I'm starting to see a little bit more in her. I wasn't even a big Sasha Banks fan. I was, and then I wasn't, and I've been on and off. Okay. Um, that's just because of how she acts. I find like how she does her character, and I just I can't I can't get behind it. But for okay. Roman Reigns, but now, but again, I'm and now I'm sort of I'm, I'm I'm warming up to Sasha Banks, and 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 I'm to be honest with myself, like I should be on her, like everybody else is on her right now. But okay. I'm not. Okay. So I'll be honest, like there's characters out there that I just can't get behind for whatever reason. I, I don't know. I can dig um, so to your point, I think it makes a lot of sense what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I guess like when I watch wrestling and when I see characters, I, I see past it. I see, okay, there's endless possibilities with, with this guy or this girl. And and that's why I, I, stick, I stay tuned to see, okay, are they going to utilize all different aspects? And then when they do explore the other option of a heel turn or a face turn or whatever, mm-hmm. then I, I just I just love that moment even more because I was like, see, that's what I'm talking about. That's what they should have done. And and I feel like the fact that I'm not mm-hmm. excuse me, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Trapping on the person, right? Uh, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that fan like day in day out. Like yeah, that's just like. You know, oh, I'm, I'm so grossed out by this character. Like, I don't want it to bug me that much, you know, because I know that when the payoff comes, that's what I'm going to be like. See, that's, I don't know, that that's that's what I was kind of hoping for. So it's it's interesting takes. I feel like, you know, you know, maybe I'm I'm not making a lot of sense here. No, you're making I, all the sense in the world. Keep going. And it's just for Roman Reigns, I felt okay. Like, obviously, yes. Uh, you know, for for a long period of time, it was super annoying. Uh, what they were doing and and I feel like they missed opportunity after opportunity for like something that we're seeing right now but for it to come into fruition now and how things have lined up like let's be honest if they do this sort of storyline exactly the same way Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. with the tribal chief and and the Usos and Heyman and all that stuff you can't do that like let's say two years ago three uh, let's say oh I guess it was four years ago 
Like, I wanted Roman Reigns to turn heel uh, a long time ago. Not only that, I wanted him to specifically... A big missed opportunity was the night after he beat Undertaker at WrestleMania. Uh-huh. And, quote, unquote, retired him. Right. right. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. Yeah, please. Exactly. Like, bro. Like, the place was booing him out of the building. Literally, he came out. He didn't. All he said was one sentence, like, this is my yard now. And that was over. You know? And he tried to get bringing, bringing the microphone up. Boo, 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 boo. And he, he couldn't get a word in for like ten minutes or whatever it was. It was it um, was if there was never ever ever excuse me ever a time where it was a layup. They they I don't know how they missed it. I don't know how they missed it too. And I feel like you know going back to my point with everything. I I guess I'm one of those fans that like I see a character and I'm like oh I can't wait to see what they could do as a heel because that's what's really gonna make them uh, full circle. You know, we saw it with Rock, we saw it with Austin, we saw it with Hogan, and all this other stuff. Right. And and every one of those guys needs to have that that mean streak, and it has to mean something. Um, I do think that they missed the boat on that one. However, now that I'm looking at it, mm-hmm. um, interesting enough, I'm really interested and in, in captivated by this this uh, heel turn that we're getting in today's age because you can't you can't do the same turn in the same style. You can't do that four years ago. The Usos were, you know, they were they were awesome. They were the Usos. Yeah. I don't even I don't even think they were heel. I don't even think they were heel tag team yet. I think they were a face tag team. And then you know the Usos had like you know amazing uh, athleticism, years. right? And My and, and an amazing they, run. They yes, they did. Run? Bro, they were like the best tag team in all the planet at one point. You know what I mean? I I gave I gave. The Usos, my tag team of the year. I think it was 2018. If 18, I'm not mistaken, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and that's my point. You can't, you can't get the same reaction from the fans because they're like, in 2016, yeah, they kind of like the Usos, but you know, what's the, they didn't have the same relationship with that guy, the character behind the scenes, with the scene, whatever you want to call it. Right. You can't do, and then obviously, you know, Heyman has his hands full with Lesnar. So you can't like have him with both. Facts. So I felt I felt like it was interesting that we're seeing all of this right now. And to be honest, I I'm really I'm behind it. So I don't know how they could have done it back in the day. I do feel like it's a missed opportunity that they could have they could have ran with. Like how do you like retire Undertaker and get booed out of the building and not turn that guy bad? Like I guess they just were like I don't know how to do it. I don't know. I guess they just didn't know how to do it or whatever. They didn't know who to match him up with and whatever. But now. How they did it this time, I feel like it's really something. I feel like it's something that the world is not the world, but you know, like the wrestling. The world wrestling is, world, that's right. Is going to talk about just super get behind and like we're talking merch sales. We're talking like another bullet club here. Yeah, you know, in, the making, in my opinion. No, I feel you. Know? I feel you. It, it definitely I has the the potential. Huge. I think so. I think you have a lot of talent in the Usos if they're going to, you know, I mean, I think obviously they're going to be turned into or manipulated uh, or bought in, brainwashed, however you want to call it, into this faction. That yeah, the Samoan dynasty or some crap, right? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. I think it's something that, you know, uh, you have, obviously, the Usos, you can get Nia Jax in there. Uh, Samoa Joe would be an interesting... Right, and even if Samoa uh, Joe isn't ready physically, which we're still—I'm I'm not gonna lie—I'm a little bit confused by. But even if he's not physically uh, capable, he would be an excellent uh, mouthpiece. 
mouthpiece. I mean, you got Heyman as one mouthpiece. Yeah. Maybe you have Joe as another mouthpiece for kind of like... Um, he could be the enforcer. You had the, the Heenan family. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, and I know Heenan would come out with each and every one. And uh, I'm not saying that, you know, but you can have like multiple... Of course. Uh, ...mouthpieces. You don't really see that. And I feel like that could be really interesting as well. Or you, you can have like a mix. You can have... Joe be their mouthpiece coming down to the ring and he takes his seat at commentary. He's always the only matches he does is for the Samoan dynasty. You know what? That makes I like that. Now that's a that's a smooth idea. Absolutely. It's a pretty smooth idea. I appreciate yeah, that. No doubt. I feel like there's so much possibility and opportunity. And I feel like it's gonna propel some of these talents that have, you know, nothing going for them in a sense. Like a lot of people are on Nia Jack for one reason or another. And that's fine, completely justifiable. But I feel like this can sort of propel her more. Uh, well, Nia, the only reason I, I'm one of those people who are, are a little bit of a Nia Jax detractor. Um, yeah. I, you know, I don't like what happened with Becky Lynch. I, I actually put a video up on TikTok. It had like over, you know, has like over fifty thousand views. I mean, I know that's small. I'm gonna check you on TikTok, man. Yeah. I, I gotta start one. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty fun. It's more fun than I thought. But like you know, I, my 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 wrestling my dancing videos don't get a lot of love. Y'all need to show me some love out there. But my wrestling, but my wrestling videos do get a lot of love. So I put up a video and I did a little voiceover, and it was basically me saying, you know, we, I was d- just depicting uh, in verbiage uh, the punch to Becky Lynch, and you know, I understand this is not ballet, but I'm like wondering, like, how in the world was that an accident? It looked like she turned around and took a full swing right at Becky Lynch's face. So at the very least, well, let me put it like this: at the very worst. It was a malicious act of jealousy and cowardice. But if we're not going to go there and we're going to say it was something else, then at the very, you know, I guess best case scenario, she was completely and totally incompetent and completely and totally uh, the void of, 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 of professionalism as it relates to making sure that the people she was in the ring with are safe. And then that kind of leads to the Ronda Rousey injury and the uh, Alexa Bliss injury and the Kyrie Sane injury, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh boy, you know. So I, I'm just, I'm just disappointed in Nia for not taking the opportunity to perfect her craft. You know, you've already been on the grandest stage, you've already won a title at WrestleMania. There's not much more that you can do as far as bigger stages. So your 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 career, if you never wrestled again, your career would be considered successful. But you can't take liberties with people's lives. Like she could have changed the face of. Um, Becky Lynch's career forever. Yep. You know, now it turned out to be a happy accident because what we would have saw at Survivor Series is something we ended up seeing, even though it should have been one-on-one. Um, you ended up seeing it at WrestleMania. But um, I don't know. Nia Jax, I think Tamina deserves it more. I think Tamina has been this, like, really stoic, consistent hand. Mm-hmm. And I say hand in a complimentary late way because when you say somebody's a good hand, it almost comes across, like, disrespectful, but I don't mean it that way. Um she deserves better. She did get a little bit of a title shot. I think it was a couple of months ago. She was unsuccessful. She's been in the title picture before. Never got over the hump. Um, no, but, you know, Tamina has been one of those workhorses that, yes, yes. you know, uh, she just comes down and does her thing. One of the things I really respect and admire about her is even after all this time, like, you haven't heard, like, one negative thing exactly. about her. Exactly. And you haven't heard one negative thing that she said about either the company or other people or whatever. Because if anybody has a, if anybody should have a bone to pick about being underutilized, it should be Tamina. 
percent, bro. A hundred percent. She's been like the uh, the Kurt Hawkins. Of there the you female, go. Uh, there you of go. The female roster, mm-hmm. and it's uh, not for nothing. I don't really sometimes understand why. I'm like, man, like you know, like she's got like this physical uh, problem. You know, like she's, and I just think if you work with her on 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 the, on the areas that of where she's uh lacking right i feel like uh you know if you put in that attention like anything it's gonna it's gonna be a lot smoother i mean she's the daughter um, of jimmy superfly snooker i mean controversy aside you know and we're not gonna mm-hmm. talk we're not gonna talk ill of, of the dead um you know no. let's we're talking strictly wrestling we're, she's the daughter of jimmy superfly snooker she has the tools for god's sake bro i know i know and, and i and i totally agree so like you know imagine like this this stable could propel her to get her first title. And yes, I see yes, that. Yes. Sorry. It's I all right. love to see that. Stop, it's fine. That's what that's what the button's for. <laughs> that's what the button's I for. Love to yeah. see that happen because it's like, you know, when you look back at this, like this could be so huge for so many sort of different people in so many different areas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Most definitely. this stable with that Roman Reigns is only the one to uh, to formulate and to have a successful unit as this faction. Mm-hmm. Because, let's be honest, man, sometimes a faction doesn't get over because the ringleader sucks. Facts. You know? 100%. You know? And Roman Reigns is going to take this to another level and he will help be the reason in some way, ironically enough, because he keeps talking, I'm the head of the table, mm-hmm. I'm tribal chief, and all this stuff. Like, I'm the man bow to the man but ironically in the back in the back story uh, from the outside looking in from a wrestling perspective and in a creative perspective he's gonna help bring up this person he's gonna help two usos probably have like awesome singles runs yep and then people can take them serious and not just as a twin tag team going forward yep you know so it's it's i find it's Super interesting because he's like he's trying to go out there like I'm the man you need to get behind the man and stand behind me and uh, and I'm the head of the table but really what he's really I think is could do is propel somebody like Tamina can propel the Usos I feel like it's 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 uh, on all kinds of different levels super interesting and I I, I you think you're 100 percent right and I think the idea that what he what he's talking about in his promos. Um, about literally putting food on the table. Mm-hmm. Obviously, storyline purposes. To your point, I'm pretty much piggybacking off of what you said. The storyline aspect is him saying that, okay, you will bow down to me. I'm the king. But behind the scenes, as you just said, he's literally trying to position his whole family to eat. Yes. Yeah. So, And I think that's going to be super uh, interesting to watch every single week, you know? Okay, are they gonna, you know, get into that old Samoan like uh, outfit? Are right. they gonna bust that out once in a while? Not necessarily wrestle in. Them, no, I know what you although, mean. Although, what's that? You know I said I, mean? I know what you mean. Yep. Yeah, and I feel like if if you want to use it for promos, you can, or maybe you want to use it in the ring. Maybe that could be part of their of their gear. I don't know. I think that would be epic because you know you can bring that sort of history and style back. Educate um, educate the world about your culture. That's dope. I love it. You know, not let's not just be like like, like explain to us how everything works. And like you said, um, you know, having everybody eat. So okay, 
you know what? He's going to expect the best out of each and every one of them. And maybe, you know, he, he morphs them and trains them. Uh, so, you know, he's also propelling him on screen. Absolutely. You know, like, hey, I want you to get this title. Go out and get that title for me. You got to bring that home because that's what this family deserves. It's all about. Exactly. Championships everywhere. Nina, you go out and get a singles championship. Uh, Nia Jax, you have to go get one. Next thing you know, they all have singles titles. Crazy. Like, even if you just do that for like a few months, I feel like it would be like, wow. And and the the real cool part about it is I don't think it's going to be like over the top stuff like, you know, like Le Champion and uh, okay. uh, and, and, and his group, uh, what are they called? Inner Circle. Inner Circle. You know, how, you know how they celebrate, they're loud, they're arrogant. Hey, look at me. It's not, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be very reserved, very taken back. Like, I just picture them all at a table, literally, all at a table with titles on and him just kind of there chilling in the back, like Scarface style. Like, yeah. I like it. Oh, I'd like that. You know that. what I mean? I like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bro, like, and I feel like less is more a lot in wrestling. When they, when if you can see a scene like that, he doesn't, he doesn't even have to say more than 20 words. That's and you get the point across. And we all know he that he probably and we all know that him saying less than twenty words is a good thing for him. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And like imagine like that can get over uh, in a different way than what we're used to. So why why I'm so excited, Sean, and I and I feel like we've kind of come full circle here to yeah, my point please. at the beginning of the show. Keep going, I love it. You know? I feel like with all of this happening, and, and if they do it that way, I feel like it can just captivate the world in such a different way. And that's why I'm super interested in it, is because it's different. It's different how the heel turn has gone for Roman Reigns. Like, he still hasn't been fully blown out heel turn, but we all know he ain't, he ain't Mr. Good Guy right now. It's no, he's not. That way. That's right. And I feel like he's just going to continue to manipulate puppets in order to kind of build this little world, this temple that, you know what I mean? Like, I think that it's it's going to go in that direction, which makes me even more excited because we just, we never really seen that. We've seen arrogant, over-the-top heels, you know, in Main Event Mafia. We've seen it in NWO. Facts. We've seen it in Evolution. Very flash, flare, sort of like, hey, you know, I'm living a high life, four horsemen. Right. Hey, we're all there, you know limousines this private jets we've seen all that even dx like, even dx being a rebel DX group they brother. were they were still I, riding around in limos and yeah exactly absolutely bro i want to see a heel stable cemented legacy that is not based on those i want it based on family heritage values whatever i want to see a story you know what i'm saying absolutely and i feel like I feel like they can really knock this one out of the park. And if they don't go down the road of what we're talking about right now, I feel like it would be a massively wasted opportunity because this is gold. You know, so <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, man. Like, you're you're, you're selling me, and I'm, I'm going to tell you why, because I, I don't even think you, you're going to see what I'm about to say coming. I was, first of all, let me start by saying what I, do, what I did agree with before you started talking. Um, I do agree that it has a lot of potential. I do agree that it's going to put the Usos on the map as single stars. I do believe it has the potential to make Nia Jax and Tamina, more specifically Tamina, well-deserved household names in the women's division, all that stuff. But I'm not going to lie, man. 
I, before you broke it down for me, see, this is what this is all about, sharing ideas. I wasn't happy with the way Night of Champions played out. Okay. I um, And this is crazy to even hear myself talk like this because, for me, I love heel wrestling. I, I think heel wrestling is what makes wrestling the, the best business and form of entertainment on television because... You know, for everyone who loves Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, which I do and I respect them, we love Ric Flair more. You know what I'm trying to say? For everyone who 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 loved the Ultimate Warrior, God rest his soul, we we just loved we loved uh you know uh, Randy Macho Man Savage just a little bit more. Uh, R.I.P. to him too, because the heel element just makes everything better. So. Me saying that, and then what I'm about to say now may sound like I'm talking out of both both sides of my mouth, but just bear with me. Mm-hmm. I didn't like Jay getting beaten down that bad. Um, I know that it was probably necessary, especially for the way you just mapped it out moving forward. It would probably require him, and maybe even moving so, moving forward, for anybody who saw SmackDown last night in Hell in a Cell... Uh, it probably is going to take that in order to get Jay to see the light, quote unquote, and get on board with Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. But to see Jay come out and basically, I know it may sound like I'm being dramatic here. And again, sure. forgive me in advance, but to be almost emasculated the way he was. Yeah, um, was his first title shot. Yeah, and his first opportunity, it was just like one of those things where it was like, man, like, I mean, you had to have him lose by having his brother. By the way, if you're going to throw in the towel, that's the way to do it. It was well done. Don't get me wrong. Um, You know, Jimmy didn't want to do it, didn't want to do it. Then he felt like he literally had to save his brother's life. So I totally get that. But to have him have to lose by getting the towel thrown in, then Jimmy has to cowtail and say, you're the tribal chief. You know, then, you know... This is going to sound funny. Ladies, don't get excited. Then Roman Reigns gets laid. Um, <laughs> um, it's like, it's like wow, all that? Like, you could have... Now, maybe six months from now, when, you know, the entire Samoan dynasty is main eventing WrestleMania, maybe I'll be like, hey, you know what, Sean? You were dead wrong, and I'll be happy to say I was wrong. But for me, Night of Champions will forever be the night that Jey Uso stepped up to the main stage and got really kicked in the face right back down. I hope that Hell in a Cell is different. I hope Hell in a Cell uh, shows Jay in a better light. Again, it wasn't like Jay had a bad performance at Night of Champions. But for anybody who saw that show, it was one of those deals where it was like, okay, we knew uh, we knew the story that was told. And we know it's, it's, a, it's a perfectly um, logical story to say that Jay was the massive underdog, right? But then, yeah. you know, he makes this epic comeback, which is... Typical pro wrestling, and in this case, typical pro wrestling does work. But then, after the the Uso splash, after the accident on purpose, low blow, kicking out of the Uso splash. That was interesting. It was. I want to get to that after. It was, yeah, no doubt. And And then, you know, Roman Reigns beating Jay to a point where his brother had to throw in the towel. That might have been overkill. Again, I may be wrong. I may be talking about six months, how I was dead wrong. But for me, it's one of those deals where it's like, okay, you know what? 
if you're going to have Jay be the future Intercontinental Champion, if you're going to have Jay be the future United States Champion, you can't have him lose by getting the towel thrown in. Totally. And I, I think yeah, it's, it's valid uh, what you're saying. I understand why. Um, the only thing I can like say is I feel like there's a bigger, like a long-term plan here. Sure. Um, and I feel like, you know, uh, we're not going to see his best or, or, or his, we're not going to see any sort of form of, uh, of like of, of a moment for him until he's side by side with Roman. Okay. I think that's when we're going to see um, what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and I know what you mean because like, it's very rare for somebody to get a title shot. Actually not even rare. I don't think it's ever happened to the point where uh, they've, you know, Okay, you, you've literally beat him to a bloody pulp and uh, almost, and uh, you know, had to get his brother to sort of bail him out. So right. It's like, right. how does how does that push a star? How does right. it do it? Right. I mean, Owen had I, Owen threw it, Owen made his mom throw the the tile in against Brett, but that was you know a mom saving a son. Like you know, it's different. Yeah, exactly. It is different. So I think like I don't know, and you know what? I I, I hate to say this to you, um, it's probably gonna be. Maybe a little bit worse than Hell in a Cell. Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe um, so. Because you know, you, you you don't want to book yourself in the corner here, but mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, well, you, you can't have Roman uh, sort of like you know win by the skin of his teeth. Right. Um, right. You're making a lot of sense. I, you know what I mean? Like because I feel like the way uh, and this is slightly off top off topic. But go off go topic. go. The same night. The same night that what you're talking about is the same. Night that I have a problem with how McIntyre. Mm. I don't like. I don't like the fact that you know the most uh, that he's supposed to be like you know Mister Face uh, mm-hmm. of the company champion. Mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that he needs help of three, four people to win the title over. Ooh, okay, I don't okay, like okay. that. I didn't know, know. I didn't know that's I, what you were going. I thought you were going more along the route the fact that it was an ambulance match to begin with. Yeah, I mean that is what it is, and okay. I understand why they did it. Right, um, but I just feel like you thought the HBK have, Christian element was a little bit over the top. I like I like the fact that they were getting revenge. I okay. just feel like the timing mm. of when they were doing the revenge was poorly executed. Okay, I w- I would have done it after the bell, after the the ambulance is done. Okay, no, you, you know you're about to drive off. Actually, no, there's a couple of friends that want to like. Pay a little visit to you before I really send you to in the, in the ambulance to the hospital. Okay, oh, so, Ed, so that's when they come out. So, so Eddie, Drew, Eddie, yeah, basically yeah. just allowing, basically allowing Drew to win clean, and then so there's no taint to the victory whatsoever. That's what I'm saying, okay. and I feel like why that's sort of off topic, but on topic, it's like you know you don't want to like kind of have Roman Reigns lose any steam mm-hmm. um, the way that like McIntyre kind of lost. There, I feel. Okay. I don't want to like. I don't want to take anything away from Jay. But at the same time, I don't really want to take anything from Roman away. Also, because it's a it's a really hot character right now. So you got to keep it hot, right? It's kind of like it's kind of like how in the Fiend, you know, where he was like the most over thing ever, and then he was taking chair shot, chair shot. Oh, that was ridiculous against Seth Rollins. It like, was really over. Oh, it was it was too like, much. Yes. It was too much, and I and and I'm not saying you got to go that way. But I'm also kind of saying, well, you know, I understand why Roman had to do what he had to do with Jay to kind of send a message and be like, hey, you know, are you with me or against me? Or like, if you can't, you know, play along, you got to go along or whatever that expression is. No, I know. Yeah. Um, And I feel like, I feel like there's going to be another ass whooping. 
um, for uh, for Jay, mm-hmm. and I feel like you know, I, I, and I think Jimmy's is right around the corner, mm-hmm. and I feel like they're they're gonna get in that trance, man, that family trance or whatever, and they're just gonna be like, you know what, we tried, and that's and that's how it is. Now, don't get me wrong, brother, I still think that the big payoff here is for guys like the Usos to eventually challenge Roman Reigns down the road and be the one to overcome the tribal chief and okay. be the one to dethrone the top tribal chief. You know what I'm saying? I feel like there's such a big payoff. There could be a big payoff down the road for these guys. And I feel like the uh, that reaction from the fans will even be tenfold what they could have got at, at Night of Champions had it gone better. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Oh, please. You're, you're, telling, you're telling absolute facts right now. You know, one thing, one rumor that's been going on, man, is, is the fact that this is all going to lead to a Rock return at WrestleMania 37, where, you know, Rock's going to assert his authority and, and show Roman Reigns who the true tribal chief is. I, look, I, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with the logic. I'm cool with the, the, the insinuation. But let me tell you something. For me, what you just said resonates more. Like, for me... To have Rock come back. Now, if Rock comes back, right, which is a big question mark, but if Rock comes back, by the way, get well soon, Rock, Rock recovering from coronavirus. I hope he's yes, healthy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, if Rock comes back and loses to Roman Reigns, that's a big deal. See, Rock coming back to beat Roman Reigns, you know, probably hold the title for a week or a month or whatever, like, because that that's what it would take. If Rock beat Roman Reigns, then he would be champion. That means Rock would have to stay a little longer, and then we know mm-hmm. in, in, inevitably what's going to happen then. So Rock comes back and loses to Roman Reigns, though, right? So that would really put Roman Reigns in a position to say that he is the tribal chief. There's no one that could ever take his throne. But yeah. I'm telling you, when you tell me, when you paint a picture like that, bro, and you talk about how Jay or Jimmy climbed the mountain, and Jay or Jimmy, maybe after six months of being under the thumb of Roman Reigns, and being under the thumb and being successful, might I add, maybe an Intercontinental Championship, maybe another run with the Tag Team Championship, whatever, right? Yeah. But then somehow, some way, one of those two underdogs finally get to the top. That's proper storytelling that's sports entertainment that's what made me fall in love with this industry as a five-year-old kid you know and now you and i you know eddie being journalists not only fans but also journalists we know the business we understand the business and we still want to know that we have an opportunity to be entertained yes we know probably more than what we should know Ever since Survivor Series 97, we all know more than what we should know, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't care if I know more than what I should know. Now it's your job, WWE. Now it's your job, AEW. Now it's your, your job, New Japan. Now it's your job, uh, Impact Wrestling, to make yep. me love it anyway. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I love I love how you just said that right there. That's like, that's straight facts. Yeah. And, and you know, that's what they do day in and day out. And... To your point as well, like I agree um, with what you said. Um, you know, capitalizing with like somebody like having the Rock lose is a big deal. Yeah, hundred percent. You know what? I the I fear I fear Rock winning because yeah. you know yeah. again it comes back to that whole like Goldberg winning against the Fiend. You right. don't want to do that. Because the Fiend hasn't been, to your point, uh, Eddie, the, 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 the Fiend hasn't been the same since. 
No, and that's why you don't want to do that or whatever. How are you, not only, not only are you going to hurt Roman, you're your most over, or not over, but you know, your top guy. No, I'm with you, yeah. years and years and years, you're also taking, you know, for lack of a better word, food off the table for somebody like, let's say, Uso, to like, propel their career. Like, you have to execute now for your Guys like The Rock, Goldberg, uh, all those legends that we all know and love, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. are not going to be around forever. And they keep leaning on these guys to come back and save the day for that big payout. And at the end of the day, it's not the right move. Super because facts. you're kind of, you're, you're, you're screwing your, your product. You're watering down your roster without even realizing it because nobody cares about them. However, if you give Jey Uso that Daniel Bryan WrestleMania 30 moment, there you go. Now, now he's going to be a player. There you now go. he's going to be a player going forward, right? Because you can't say that Daniel Bryan's not a player. He's no. an absolute big player. He's been right? a player ever since ever since he got that win at WrestleMania. Ever since he overcame yeah. at WrestleMania 30, he's been a top guy. 100%. And Jey Uso, he's, and, well, either one, really. Like, they got that look. They're decent size. They got that nice smile that's like, yo, man, like, you want to meet that guy. You Facts. Know what I mean? Facts. Right? And, and, I, and don't take that away from him. So... If you're going to bring The Rock into this, I'm okay with you having Rock help Uso win for his moment because that's over and over. Like, oh my God, The Rock is back. Oh, what? It's The Rock. Oh, what's he here for? And then he helps. I'm cool with a moment like that. Similar to like, you know, Yokozuna sort of WrestleMania 9 with Bret Hart and Hogan comes out and Bret Hart's like, yo, get in there. I know it's it's completely off topic and we can get into that and dissect it. Yeah, no, 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 do it. Go, go. Yeah, I'm doing, no, I know exactly where you're going with that. Hogan comes out, the fans boom, Brett's like, get in there, kick his ass close. You know, he didn't cheat it, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that, but not really like that. You know what I'm saying, Yes, 100%. I couldn't agree. Utilize The Rock properly, not for to put himself over, but to put two other people. I mean, that's why WWE or whoever else needs just sign us and put us on the creative team because, you know, like, give me a break. You know? I mean, that's money, bro. Tell Dude, me. I just, I, you and I right here, right now, just mapped out, like, the quest for a next WrestleMania or two if you do it, if you utilize it properly. You know what I mean? It's good television. It's not, you know, I, I don't, bro. I don't mean to insult those who, I mean, I have a communication degree. Before I became a mental health counselor, I, I had a communication degree. Like, I understand the ins and outs of communication, television, broadcasting, and I do not mean to insult anyone by saying this is easy stuff. I don't mean it as it's an easy stuff like to execute. Obviously, there's so no. many intricacies that go into it where I would never even be able to wrap my head around it. But what I mean by it's easy is you know what we need. Just mm-hmm. give just give it to us, and I promise you, as a man who's in my mid-30s, I promise you, I'm a witness to the fact I'll, I'm, I've been here for 30 years and should God spare my life, I'll be here for another 50 more if you just keep giving me what I want. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like, have an end game and then circulate all the other moving parts around that end game. Right. Right. It. It's, it's a classic formula. It's a classic formula. It's Andre it the Giant being Hogan's best friend. It's Andre the Giant winning... Unlimited battle royals and being undefeated for 15 years, even though he really wasn't undefeated. It's Andre Ooh. the Giant 
uh, uh, getting a smaller trophy for, for being undefeated for 15 years than Hogan got for being champion for three years. It's Andre the Giant shaking Hogan's hand too hard to make him feel like Hogan's going to break his hand. It's Andre mm-hmm. the Giant being offended. It's Andre the Giant seeking counsel with Bobby Heenan. It's Andre the Giant saying, it's my time to be champion. It's Andre the Giant going up against Hogan at WrestleMania. And it's Andre the Giant passing the torch and making sure that the business moves on effectively. Totally agree. And, you know, and, and to that to that as well, it's like, you know, when Hogan and Andre were going on, you didn't see, like, you know, McMahon reached out to Bruno Sammartino to be like, you know what, and then Dr. Bell Hogan. Right. That was a tremendous tremendous point you just made. That was perfect. And, 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 you know, a lot of people would be like, well, and including myself, we said it in the podcast, you know, they don't want to go and go pay for, uh, you know, to see Rusev or whatever. Right. Over, let's say, uh, uh, a Triple H or Shawn Michaels. They always want to go Triple H or Shawn Michaels. But it's not because Rusev is not good. Right. It's because they, they're they not giving them that proper elevation. They're not giving them that moment, that stardom, that, that spotlight uh, to where, hey, you know what? They are a main event player. They are a real a, a real threat to everything right now. And they are a top guy. They just they haven't executed it properly. And they keep running back to the mill. Running back to that well, I mean. Thanks. Big shout out, by the, the way. Big shout out, by the way, to... Uh, big shout out, by the way, to, to Malik Kelly. Um... You know what I'm saying? Shout out to to Rambo. Shout out to uh, to my bro uh, Conrad Cushman, EPW. Oh. Shout out to the whole clique, man. You know what I'm saying? That's what he was. Uh, that's what my man uh, Mountie was just referencing a couple seconds yeah. ago. And Mr. Kyron Chase. Kyron yeah, Chase yeah. as well. Yes. My yes. boy. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Shout out to Kyron as well. Oh, uh, bro. Yeah. But you know, I just I, I feel like these are, these are the moments where you know you can't squander them, and you can't. This is one of those things where you just you don't want to execute with old talent that okay. They get the pot and then they're gone. And then, then the, once the once the smoke clears, now what do you got? You're back to square one again. Yes. You know. Yes. And this is one of those situations where you can really, you know, help and and not like look. Obviously, within the stable and everything else, yes, it's going to help. Let's not forget the other people that are going to be in the dance too. The the people as Roman Reigns builds his, you know, guys that are going to be against Roman Reigns or guys that are going to be against the Usos as that tribe, that faction sort of, uh, you know, happens, they're all going to have their own different variations of payoffs as well. Right. As as that kind of goes, you know what I mean? Totally. Whether they're taking, whether they're taking that beat down their face and then they said, I had enough and I'm turning heel. And then they go in, in their own direction to do what they need to do. You know, so I feel like there's going to be a lot of moving parts for this stable, not just elevating guys like Reigns. Well, he doesn't really need that much more, but it's, no, I know it's what still going to make it even better. Yes. After this is all done, people will be all over Roman. Be like, man, you see that work he was doing as a heel? Yo, he's the top guy. Like, he's the top in all wrestling promotion. Everybody wants him. Everybody wants to be like him. He's got that in him, right? So it's going to propel him. It's going to propel Ustos and all that. And all these other guys that are going to be in the mix for main events and pay-per-views and matches on on Raw, matches on SmackDown, storyline telling, uh, storytelling for their character, kind of okay. Now you know you're done with this angle. Now go do your thing, but utilize what you just learned. 
You know what facts, I mean? Facts, facts. Oh my God, that's exactly what it's all about, right there, man. Super, pa- I'm super passionate about it, bro. No, this is this I, is. I, I, I hijacked your podcast. I'm sorry. Nah, no, no, no. It's all good. Like that's why that's why I wanted you on here, man. Because at the end of the day, I knew you'd have a strong opinion about it, and it's like in many ways, probably 99 percent were on the same page. For me, I'm such a student of the game. I love the I love the business. I love old school business. I love old school wrestling. And for me, I just feel like new school wrestling has gotten away from what works. And that's why we're talking about what we're talking about now because we have we're standing on the doorstep of something that could be colossal, that could be huge if they do it right. For God's sake. Now, I again, talking out of both sides of my mouth, right? Yeah, but Another element of old school wrestling, and again, this is on topic. Just, just take the ride with me. Old school wrestling, old school wrestling. Monday Nitros, uh, Monday Night Raws. Even if you want to go back to like superstars or whatever the case may be, but I mean, obviously, the weekly television shows that aired on Saturday mornings. It was basically jobbers versus established names, so nobody was really going to upset anyone, with the exception of maybe a one, two, three kid. Beating a Razor Ramon, maybe uh, Virgil helping a jobber beat Ted DiBiase, getting ready for WrestleMania 7, whatever. But there was a time when you had unknown, well, unknown wrestlers to the main event scene, that is. Very known, but not known in the main event scene. Challenge world champions, be in a position to, to be world champion when it would never be seen in any other situation where they would have that kind of opportunity. The problem I have is that why is it that when we have a match like, okay, when we have a match like Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Roode, right? Yeah. Why? Why does it, why? I'm jumbling over my words because I'm I'm so passionate and actually upset about this. Do you know I wanted Bobby Roode to win that match? I don't really blame. I wanted Bobby Roode to win that match, and it has nothing to do with Drew McIntyre. I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of Drew McIntyre as champion. I respect his journey, and I believe he got what he deserved as far as having his moment in the sun. His bigger moment in the sun was obviously Royal Rumble because of the pandemic. By the way, shout out to everybody out there. Uh, God bless. Stay safe. Um, but, you know, Drew McIntyre got what he deserved. He deserved to be champion because he's put the work in. But my point is, you got this champion that put out an open challenge all right why are we still living in a world mount where we know that there is a zero percent chance that robert rude walk out of that monday night raw not being wwe champion that's my problem where is the unpredictability now there be many people excuse me who would be detractors of what I just said? Well, Bobby Roode is, first of all, he's been gone for six months. He comes back. He wins the title in his first shot. Okay, if you want to be logical, yeah, let's be logical and say that doesn't make much sense. But who the heck? I don't care about logic. I want to be entertained. Yes, you want to be, you want to tune in to the unpredictability. When yeah. Robert Roode was announced as, by the way, we all knew it was Robert Roode when Dolph Ziggler came out. When Robert Roode came out, the excitement of him showing his face on WWE television for the first time in months immediately got replaced by, there's no way he's winning this match. Yeah. That is not the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, 
And then you have to also... I mean, talk, talk me off the ledge. Talk me off the ledge. Talk to me right now about how I'm overreacting. Please. Uh, I don't know if you are. I feel like it's one of those... Uh, I don't think he was the right choice because okay. of areas what you just said. Okay. Um, meaning, like, you know, how many times have they squandered returns? You know, how many yeah. times have they... Their return, their return uh, strategies are weak. Mm-hmm. I find, you know, Roman caught me off guard, and that was interesting, um, and that was well done, in a way. But at the time, I was like, okay, wh- where, where, where is it going, and you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and and how is that going to develop? Because I was like, man, if he doesn't, if he doesn't add more to his character, if he's just going to be like same old Roman Reigns, but Paul Heyman's with him. Like, I don't want to see that. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I want, I want to see a uh, development in his character more. Totally. So going back to, you know, Robert Roode, I think, you know, if there's an open challenge for another title, uh, a little bit more mid-card, I, and then have him win, it, you know what I mean? I think that would have been, uh, it would have changed your mind a little bit, maybe. Okay, okay, but okay. Uh, Not to cut you off. Not to cut you off. I, I, I mean no disrespect, brother. But, okay, maybe not Robert Roode. I'm using Robert Roode because that's exactly what happened, right? Why is Kyle O'Reilly, O'Reilly by the way, I love Kyle. Why is Kyle O'Reilly challenging for the NXT championship when we know that he's not going to win? Now, if if I'm proven wrong, I would love to be proven wrong, right? I would love to see Kyle O'Reilly next week on NXT walking down the aisle strumming that NXT guitar, right? But we know we know logically that's not going to happen. So let's go back to Monday Night Raw. Let's say it's an open challenge. How come Adam Cole's not accepting that open challenge? How come Adam Cole is not winning the WWE Championship? How come Adam Cole doesn't take that WWE Championship and defend it on NXT? I mean, what's why is this way of thinking, and I'm sure you're agreeing with me on some levels, uh, uh, something foreign to, 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 to the brass and decision makers at WWE. I don't understand. I don't know either. And uh, you're right. It's not, it's not a specific example. It's more the, uh, you know, like, like you said, it's the, uh, it's, it's that area of, right. like, oh, that's never going to happen. Exactly. You know, and, and all that does to me speak volumes of, uh, underutilized or underappreciated guys. People aren't being utilized sort of properly, and and the ones that are being utilized properly should be the ones to re- to respond to that open challenge because you're like, ooh, wait, hang on a second, this is a threat, right? You know, right? This could this could happen, and then if that happened one week and maybe the person didn't didn't win, okay, but is it going to happen again? And who's the next guy going to be? I maybe it's going to be this guy because oh, he's deserving. Maybe he's going to win. And that's going to make you tune in. Because your right. logic about Bobby Roode is perfect. Your, your, your logic about Bobby Roode not being the right guy, it makes all the sense in the world. It would have been strange, but at least it would have been... It hurts a, it, him, though. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're right. Right. It hurts him when he comes through the curtain. It hurts him because you're like, he ain't going to win. Exactly. And it, him, and it hurts him after when he loses. Exactly. you're like, well, that Me- was Exactly. Meanwhile, no. meanwhile, you have a current NXT champion, okay, and Finn Balor, who could have answered that open challenge. 
Finn Balor could have won. I mean, this is fantasy booking here, right? And this is fantasy outcome. But I'm still not understanding why it would be a bad thing. I'm not understanding why it's a bad thing that Finn Balor doesn't answer that open challenge, that Finn Balor doesn't win the title, and that Finn Balor is a double champion going into his match with Kyle O'Reilly. And then maybe Drew McIntyre wins, wins it back next pay-per-view, next situation, whatever. The point is, Bobby Roode comes through the curtain and we know the outcome. That's a problem. And not only that, you're right, because of the, um, because of, of that unpredictability, like you just said, let's say, let's say Balor comes out, wins the title. Now you've opened the door for Kyle O'Reilly to, to win the NXT. See, this you is, know, exactly. This is why. I, agree, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, it's just, I don't know, man. I think it's just underdeveloped, under, underutilized uh, characters. And like, you know, they're, they're, they're hoping for you to sort of be invested in, in the potential that, okay, maybe it's their time, but it's like probably not going to like, like the Tamina one, when she finally had a title shot. Right. Like, that was not a very great build. No. Unfortunately. Like, you knew she and, wasn't going to win. Feel, no, you knew. And that's the problem. It's like, even if you know she's not going to win, can you at least sell me on the fact that it's a potential that she could win? You know what I mean? Mount, like, we're, we're like, going I, into I, I a major that. pay-per-view. I forget what pay-per-view it was. Forgive me. But we're going into a major pay-per-view. And she's challenging for the equi- the, the, the women's uh, equivalent of the World Heavyweight Championship yeah. on a major pay-per-view, and we know she's not going to win. What is wrong with this picture? Everything. Everything is wrong with it, dude. You know, because back in the day, you would, like, tune into all of them because, you know, they were legitimate threats. That they were against. I mean, you had a feeling, and you were pulling for, you know, the Hulk Hogan or the whatever to to win that match. But you know, once in a while, they would like, you know, oh, wait a second, Jeff Jarrett beat Razor Ramon, oh, right? You know, that, see, uh, exactly. You know what I mean? And then it's like, but going into that match, I was nervous because I'm like, oh, he's so he's so sneaky and this and that. Like, I did <laughs> right, not, right, I didn't, I didn't right. Feel good going into it. Amen. Like, exactly. I did not feel good going into that, or I didn't feel good about, uh, you know, Diesel going up against Razor Ramon. I was like, oh man, like Razor is going to probably, I don't know. Yeah, there's something's going to happen here. That's right. You know what I mean? So, uh, and that that goes with with the opponents of uh, of which they're going against, but they had like, you know, uh, respective and uh, amazing builds on their own side. You can't just take a guy that's, um, you know, kind of, you know. Uh, punching his ticket week in, week out, mm-hmm. kind of throw him in there and expect that, you know, we're going to, like, be um, happy. Or not happy. That we're going to be like, well, I'm not sure if uh, maybe it's his time. Like, yeah, it's, it's stupid. We probably all know 99% of the time, but it's not his time. A little bit off topic, yeah. but still on topic here. Um, I, 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 We're having a lot of fun here, brother. Um, <laughs> Me too, man. Like, the year's 1998, and for all for all the times that we've talked, when I say we, I mean the wrestling world, have talked about how bad WCW operated, how bad, you know, we always go to David Arquette, which was a terrible thing. It, it really brought a, a bad, uh, you know, taste in my mouth as far as the title. So to make a point, to make the point, sometimes you could take it too far, and that was taking it too far. But I remember, man, I remember when they did a couple, a series of Nitros, uh, out at Club La Vila, I believe it was called, yeah. and um, and Ric Flair was the world champion, and Ric Flair was gonna face whoever won this lottery. They were doing like this lottery to decide who was gonna be the champion that night on Nitro for the world heavyweight championship. And you know who won that lottery? Do you remember that? 
I don't. I, I should remember this, but I don't. Remember. You you will as soon as I say it. Rey Mysterio won that lottery. Oh yeah. And Rey Mysterio true. came out that night. And he was introduced as the cruiserweight champion of the world. And Ric Flair came out, and he was the defending world heavyweight champion. And Rey Mysterio was, I don't know if we knew it as 619 at the time, but he was 619-ing. He was, he was doing everything. He was he was Hurricane running. He was doing everything under the sun. He kicked Ric Flair into the pool. He was doing it. And there was a legitimate opportunity. We as fans... Watch. I challenge anybody to watch that match on the network. Uh, Nitro somewhere in in you know 1998. Just a couple of the Club of Vila shows. We as a wrestling community thought that Rey Mysterio, little Rey Mysterio, 150 pound Rey Mysterio, had a chance to win the world heavyweight. Did he win? No, he didn't win. No. But but, but the element of opportunity was there when you have Bobby Roode come back from doing nothing and you have an open challenge which has been built the whole night okay by the way kudos to wwe for actually having a title match on on free television but you don't make you don't make that match because now we don't believe you moving forward yeah i i know i know and then it's like <laughs> and where and where does that put rude now like uh you know you know not now we're supposed to kind of respect him or, or as a threat like no i mean yeah it's the world title it is what it is but you know how are you gonna like you know make him a credible um threat now in one way or another like how how where do you go from there like normally when somebody goes and, and loses a title opportunity um not much is in the cards for them right after shortly after right 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 um and this is this one of those really weird situations where there was no build. He comes back, he has a title chance, and doesn't win. And now, what do you do with him? You know, like it's just like he, now he's just that guy that lost a, a chance. You yeah, know? that's all he is it's, right it's now. Sad, there's bro. no other. There's no other character development other than that for now. So, but you've kind of like now you're behind the eight ball with uh, with uh, with Rude. You know. So it's like, okay, Drew, Drew gets a quote-unquote easy win, but there's no payoff for, for Rude either. So it's like there's no payoff for either one of them, you know, no, because it, of how they're utilizing it, how they're executing it. And, 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 it, and it hurts me because it's a situation where Robert Rude's continuing to be um, underutilized. By the way, I'm going to let the fans have a quick laugh. Can you see me on this Skype call? No. Oh, I wish I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to figure this can thing out as we me? go. No, I can't see you. I can see you, but I, I know you can't see me. I'm trying to figure it out. But anyway, we're still having a good There's time. A little button there for the video. I oh. I'm like, oh, look at that. Let me, let me see something real quick. This is a little behind the scenes swag for all the people. Oh, there I am. Oh, what's up, brother? <laughs> That's great. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I like how you said that because you know, it goes back to the whole John Cena open challenge mm -hmm. when Kevin Owens came on right. the scene. Right. And then you're like, wait a second. This guy could be yes. John Cena because of momentum and this and that. And like, that's how you kind of do it. And he exactly. did. Beat him, right? Exactly. He, he did. Got, he he did. got the U.S. title from him. 
remember and, that. And, 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 no. I, and exactly, and, we, and and two weeks from now, we're not going to remember that Bobby Roode challenged for a WWE championship. You know what I'm saying? I just talked about Rey Mysterio challenging for a WCW title 20 years later. Yeah, I know. That's and he and he lost. He lost. And he, <laughs> that's the biggest thing. He lost, and you remember uh, it, it's, because he was captivating. Yes, and that's and I like how some people will be like, "Well, it's not really about Roman Reigns," but it is because it's captivating. Captivating storylines, captiv- captivating story, uh, character development, exactly. and builds, slow builds. It has been a time tested. Uh, time-honored tradition in WWE mm-hmm. that, hey, man, that worked every single time, you know? You don't have any, you know, and you don't, like, even Roman Reigns, he doesn't have to put the title on the line all the time if you don't, you know what I mean? Like, like just do his thing, have his, maybe maybe he's going to be of the sorts where, he, no, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, you know, uh, put my title on the line for this pay-per-view, you know? Like, make something different. Exactly, but but exactly. but use the old school strategies at the right. same time, right? You know and and I mean? and, I'm, and and that's what you're doing, and I appreciate you being the catalyst to kind of bring the the subject back full circle because all this stuff applies. We're in a situation right now where they can easily screw this up or they can easily get it right, and it's a matter of one or two decision that's going to come down to whether or not this thing works out the way it's supposed to work out. And for me, you have a situation where these things are. To me, I'm not going to lie. Maybe I shouldn't write for WWE. Maybe I shouldn't write for AEW because every night would be a title title match. Like, I mean, it would be bad. And and that's the old school mentality that people didn't like about WCW because the title changed hands every two weeks. I own that. I recognize that. But we got to do more than what we're doing now. We got to do more than what we're doing. And I, I suggest that we do uh, a part two of this. Yeah. Like, I don't even know when. Yeah, I, less, I around. I, I'm thinking. Russ, I'm thinking maybe Royal Rumble time. I'm thinking. I'm thinking Jay Uso's in the Royal Rumble, and maybe the week before Royal Rumble, we're hoping that Jay Uso wins it. That's what I'm thinking. We got to come back it. together and do this again. Well, for sure, because like yeah. I think that I want. I want to know how they're going to do this, mm-hmm. and um, and if they are going to execute it the way that we kind of mapped it out here, and, and you know, you were on board. I think that either they're listening, or we we just have the great mind that. Exactly. Exactly. And they've exactly. done something right for not once. I wouldn't say once, but they've done something right again. Yeah. Um, as they did with you know Daniel Bryan. And exactly. For me, that was one of the the Becky Lynch thing was pretty cool too. And like you know, like there's there's been moments where it, it worked out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because something was hot and you ran with it, and uh, and then they did it properly. I'm not going to say that it's it's horrible. No. Like they, they've had moments and times where they've got me, and I'm like, yeah, that was well done. The thing, the thing for me is, I'm not going to throw throw a stone and hide my hand. I'm going to throw my stone and I'm going to leave my hand up there by saying that the Daniel Bryan thing, they, they, we had to force feed them, them that. It was almost to a point where it was like if Daniel Bryan wasn't in that main event, that we probably would have stormed the gates. Um, you know, yeah, Becky Lynch, exactly, exactly. Becky Lynch was more of like a happy accident, like I said, even though I feel like Nia Jax should work on her craft. Um, by the way, shout out to Nia Jax. If, any, if Nia Jax ever hears this, I'm praying that the Lord bless this podcast to be seen by the masses. I pray the same for your show as well. If Nia Jax ever hears this, I don't hate you, Nia Jax. I just think that you need to work harder on being a, a more professional worker. Mm-hmm. You know, if that makes any sense. You know, because yeah. there's been a lot of injuries on her watch. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, um, no. But at the end of the day, I just feel like we're in a situation right now where we're at the doorstep of something great and they had to force feed us uh we had to force feed them i should say daniel bryan we had to force feed them 
Becky Lynch. I hope we don't have to force feed them doing the right thing in this. Me too. I don't think. I think they have an agenda that they're going to follow. I think that there's a ultimately a plan, um, but I will be disappointed if they don't. If they don't. If they don't continue to do something different for us, because we've seen the same stuff for a while now. Yeah. yeah. Especially now with the pandemic and everything, like you know, we don't know how long this is going to go on for. Like you need to. You know, you need to step up here. You need yeah. to step up here and put something together for for week and week in and week out and every pay per view and all that stuff. The like, get me invested. Get me invested to tune in because uh, I need to. You know. Yeah. Because so, I don't want to miss it. I no, don't want to miss it live. Exactly. I want to have that moment, like you were saying, where it's like you remember where you were when this happened. Right. You know, I want to have a moment like that again, and I wanted. I want to have. Uh, and just just a different heel stable. I just wanna I wanna see something like that that's just just different, man. You know? I don't wanna see that, you know, flare and, and you're not gonna get you can see it a mile away, man. It's not gonna go exactly. that way. It's exactly. gonna be very reserved and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I'm looking forward to it. I really hope that they do it. And maybe it's gonna be a smaller stable than what you and I imagine. Right. Right? Maybe it's right. only gonna be three people. I don't know. Right. You know. But either way, like, if they don't screw it up, it has the potential to be awesome. I mean, to your point, once again, like, I remember where, I mean, oh, my God, 1994, four and a half years old. I remember Hogan versus Earthquake. I remember Ravishing Rick Rude versus Warrior. That was my first pay-per-view. I remember, I mean, I was in sixth grade, that, that story I just told you about with Rey Mysterio and, um, and, yeah. uh, and Ric Flair. I want stories like this for our kids, you know, for our, you know, our future children to be able to see and remember these moments the way we remember them when we were kids. Because like I said, I'm not going to lie, we're now in a situation where we're a little bit more jaded because we're journalists now and not just fans. But we're still fans. But we're still fans. Yeah. And we still get invested. We still uh, we still get emotional and all that other stuff. And I, I want I want them to bring out that that side more and uh, just, you know, just, just capitalize. That's all you got to do is just capitalize and, and put, put the, the pieces in place mm-hmm. uh, somehow. They know how to do that. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm just giving them a general... Sure. I'm giving everybody a general idea sure. of how I would do it if I was in their shoes. Most definitely. Um, and maybe, for whatever reason, maybe they do it exactly the way I mapped it out, and maybe it's not good. Well, shame on me, but... It seems pretty I, good to me. Right? I, I feel like, you know, we didn't talk about any of this coming on the air exactly. so like that's like it's a hundred percent legit yeah. reaction you, you've given me Facts. um and you know and tr- truth be told like i i had this kind of like idea for like not that long mm-hmm. but you know we, we wanted to see it but i never said well how are we going to do it right i wanted to see it but i didn't know how they could do it right you know no but doubt. i feel like what, what they have in front of us right now if they're smart and everything i feel like they could they have they really have something with Roman Reigns and leading the way, it's going to be must-see TV, bro, if they do it properly. You can even bring in Rikishi and, and Asa and everything. You know what I mean? Like, Please, anything you want. And you also, I mean, and it's still it's still a one-in-a-million shot because he's so busy and he has other things going on. But you still have the possibility of The Rock. I mean, we do know that it's a very small chance. But The Rock could show up. If you do this right, The Rock, and you know The Rock's not going to show, and I don't see this as cast dispersions upon The Rock. The Rock has come back too many times for me to rock to call ever call Rock a sellout. But 
Yeah. At this stage in his career, the highest paid actor in Hollywood, it's going to take something big for him to come back. You have something big right now if you do it right. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Like, do it properly and, again, execute it. Uh, not, not to a way where, oh, Rock comes back and, <laughs> and beats <laughs> breaks him. everything. Right, apart. exactly. Like, oh, we don't want to do it. I don't know, man. I don't that's the way to as go. much as I respect and love The Rock, The Rock comes yeah. back and beats Roman Reigns. That's bad business. It's bad business. You can have them uh, there to assist or have his like moment or whatever. Fine, I'm cool with that in right. a way. And and I know it's I know it's intuitive because like you know I just bashed McIntyre for somebody <laughs> ha- having to help him to win the title. Right. To, to re- I know what title. you mean. I know what you mean. But I think it's a little bit different because sure. like you know. Um, that's him retaining the title, mm-hmm. and I feel like he needs to have that. And he's such a big guy; he doesn't need help, you know. So it's a little bit of a different right animal, a little, different dynamic, absolutely. Line. But you know what I mean? And, I do. And I think if you utilize like the Uso, one of them going up to that point, mm-hmm. it'll be even even if he does get an assist in one way or another, bro. We've seen that so often in wrestling, you know, Perfect. the triumph of return. The, the shock factor yeah. that oh hey he helped he helped the bad guy you know he he helped the bad guy uh, have his bad day exactly you know exactly. I'm cool with seeing that um, if you if you again if you do it properly and stuff and and not and and then again after he wins the title then you know or like one of the Usos win the title from let's say Roman Reigns or whatever and then and then you see how he goes now no more assists exactly. Now you're now you're on your own. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I think you could do it somewhat that way, maybe. Or he doesn't even have to be, you know, The Rock doesn't have to necessarily do something to Roman Reigns in that match. Mm-hmm. But maybe he does something to Paul Heyman. Maybe so. Because Paul, Paul Heyman was going to flip the switch exactly. and do something to cost uh, Usos mm-hmm. the title. Right. But instead, The Rock comes out and fucking, and, and sorry, it's and, all right. it's and all destroys, right. and destroys. Paul Heyman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's something to Paul Heyman that distracts Roman, and then there, there you have it. Now Uso capitalizes off of that, so he, he's not really giving a massive assist. It's kind of mm-hmm. like a, a situation. I'm exactly. Seen that. You exactly. Know? It's a little bit of a rub, and it doesn't take away from the validity of what would be a Uso victory and put them both in a situation where like you're going to backlash, you're going to whatever the pay per view, the next pay per view would be. Where Jimmy would be on his own and hopefully win on his own because you can't have on him lose, own. can't have him lose after that. But my point is, no, ideally no, he has to come, he has to find a way either. to do it on his own. <laughs> Listen, we're about to wrap this thing up. Before we go though, just give us a final stamp on the evolution of Roman Reigns. Tell tell him. I mean, we already mapped out this awesome plan about where we think this thing can go. Um, Roman Reigns is the face of the company now, so the ball's in his court. But the ball's also in corporate's court, in storylining, uh, lying, writing court. Um, the ingredients are there. So where where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? In my opinion, um, you're talking just from from today going forward. No, no. Again, we we already talked about future storylines. I'm talking about like we're going straight to like I'm, when I I mean legacy. Let me be more specific. Roman Reigns. You know, is this his? Stamp, even though it's kind of like one for me, it's one of these things where it's like, to, I know everybody, nobody's seeing this video. It's all um, audio, so I'm kind of doing like this teeter totter. Roman Reigns Hall of Fame. This can stamp him. This run right now could stamp him as a Hall of Fame. Um, in my opinion, he already is one. Okay. Um, that's my take. I don't know if a lot of people would agree with me. 
I, I would like I would that. not. I would not, but that but that only is because I feel like I said it took me fifteen years to say John Cena was when John Cena was a Hall of Famer five, ten years ago. So you know, so that's just me being jaded, but go ahead. Thankfully, it didn't go that way. But like, mm. had he had to walk away from professional wrestling forever because of the leukemia mm. and whatever, thank God it didn't happen. Yes, um, I think that he still would have been okay. in the Hall of Fame. Okay. In my opinion, I However, respect that. But but furthermore to that, this will literally like cement it. Yeah, not literally, but you know what I mean. Like, no, I know what you mean. It'll obviously help. Yeah. His case top tier, like to, you go from a Hall of Famer to like first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, to to <laughs> convince or to solidify like your yeah, perspective exactly. and other people's perspective of saying he's not there yet. Mm-hmm. This opportunity will cement it because how many times have we seen, uh, you know, or have we said like, man, that you know, Stone Cold, you know that 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 run at first mm-hmm. that cemented mm-hmm. him being a Hall of Famer. Exactly. You know, we all knew what he could have done before, man. You know, absolutely. But that's the, and then, oh, when when The Rock turned heel, you know, that cemented him as well. It was a crossover. It was one of those moments where it went from, yeah. Oh my God! Like this is like one of these guys who's a lifelong IC or United States guy to, oh, this guy yeah. could be a world champion. To now, it's like, oh my God, this guy could be the face of the company. That's it. Like you want to you want to put these people's perspectives in the position where, you know, if they ever left for one reason or another, you want them to really miss them, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. you want to feel it, you know, and like, I wasn't the biggest John Cena fan at also, mm-hmm. but you know, when I, I knew though, I was like, when this guy leaves, I'm going to miss him. Yeah. I just knew it. And I can't, I, I can't I, believe I I'm saying this. Stuff. I miss him. I miss him. I'm sad to say. When I didn't even like him, I was still saying that. So with Reigns, like, I feel like this is just something that, um, could potentially be his best work yes. of his career Yes, right now. I think right now we are going to literally uh, be watching this from a standpoint like of, you know what, this is going to be his best stuff, mm-hmm. I feel, mm-hmm. in his career. Like we could look back one day and be like, this was the time where it all happened. Yes. Full circle for Roman Reigns. This is when he proved the non-believers and the doubters wrong. Mm-hmm. And then he just he solidified himself as the man. Right. In twenty in twenty thirty. In twenty twenty. Yeah, in twenty thirty we're looking back at, at you know, the summer of twenty twenty one or the early fall of twenty uh, twenty twenty, yeah. excuse me, and and realize this was the moment where he went from uh one of the greatest, you know, of his yeah. generation to maybe one of the greatest ever. Literally putting the roster and everybody else on his back during a pandemic. Mm. That's gonna be even more to talk about down the ro- down the road. That he still got mm-hmm. brought people in and made it captivating, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, he sold to the masses essentially. Mm-hmm. This is the time to do right. it. Not yeah, just the biggest name in WWE. Maybe you know, like he can well, he he can put himself in a tier of being considered one of the best in the industry. Absolutely, that's the way I feel about it. Um, I know it's like it's a big. That's a big statement. Yeah, sure obviously. it is. It's a big it's if, a but big it's but, but but for the I've first time, for the first time in my time, I'm seeing it as a possibility. All these title runs, all these, uh, all, even through the Shield, which I think is a Hall of Fame stable, by the way. All these times that Roman Reigns has been in our faces, I will admit, 
this is the first time where I'm like, ooh, this this could be it. This could mm-hmm. be it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, bro. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm and if you, and here's the deal. If if he can get the attention of people that didn't really like him before mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, mm-hmm. then it just proves that it, it works. And this isn't even one of those situations that, hey man, you know, we should probably wait until fence. No, no, don't just just run with it, baby. Go yeah. with it now. It's hot. Just do what you gotta do. Maybe prolong it yeah. and, and space it out longer. If mm-hmm. you have like a, a one year plan, maybe make it a two year plan mm-hmm. because of everything that's going on. And then that way you can get that live action uh, yes. response from the audience when Jey Uso finally. I get it. Yes. I understand that, man. I'm totally. I'm down. I feel for McIntyre that he had his moment when, you know, nobody was there. That yeah. sucks. Yeah. You know, and I understand <clears throat> that. But hey, learn from that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, give McIntyre his. his, his his reign in the sun, pardon the pun. Yeah. But, you know, at a later Good pun, I like in that. Front of, yeah, I like that, <laughs> in I like front that. Of fans, but you yeah. also have to do it with this this whole thing as well. Like, yeah. play it out that, you know, okay, hopefully we'll, you know, we're going to have fans in the arena by X date. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, utilize that or maybe pad it a little bit longer mm-hmm. just in case things change. Yeah. I think you could do it. But you know what? For the, for the meantime, I think you have enough ammunition there uh, right now. Like going and telling the cell, you just keep keep it going. Keep just it keep going. that keep that momentum going, and just do it differently, man. Space out Roman somehow, some way. Maybe you don't put him on TV every week. I don't know. Like right. make people want. Hey, make that's a good one too, right? Everybody, like, everybody talks bad about Brock. Now Brock was a little bit more extreme, but everybody talks about Brock not being on television during his title reigns. But every time he showed up, it was big a big deal. Big deal, bro. Yeah. It was a big deal. So yeah. you know, it's gonna be interesting to see how they want to utilize uh roman going forward i for one to wrap it up um i'm definitely intrigued i love it and and i say that now maybe in six months i'll have a different opinion because mm-hmm. of how they do it how I they do like, it right. i feel like they really got something here yeah it, and you know what for the first time in a long time i feel like they have something that it would be something they would have to go out of their way to screw up yes this like you know, I'm again talking a big game, but I feel like this is something that really could be on a, a big turning point in today's wrestling for WWE. You know, because really, AEW, really... AEW, AEW has dominated the pandemic. But yep. for the first time, you're starting to say, "Ooh," because I'll, I'll talk about myself. Like, you know, I'm not home every Friday night, but on the Friday nights I've been home over the last six months, I'm not rushing to watch SmackDown. I'm not rushing to watch Raw. But like the last couple of weeks. Huh? I'm making sure I at least DVR it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's all a good sign, you know? And I think they just have to continue that momentum. And and you know what, man? Like, let's be honest. You got your top guy leading the way. Use it. Facts. Use it. Facts. Use Facts. it, bro. Let's see what he's made of. Let's see, yeah. what he, let's see what he can do. Let's see if he can be the so, guy. I think I, I have the utmost belief that he is. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. He has the tools. You know, let's see what happens. He has the tools. Totally. He has the legacy. He has the athleticism. He has the look. The whole package, bro. Yeah. The whole package, man. Like, There's plenty of time to make him a good guy down the road again. And yes. do it differently than, than what you were talking about. Just exactly. do it differently. Exactly. But that's, that's, it's all full circle, bro. Yeah. You know, the rock space turn the second time was not like his first one. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So that's what I'm trying to say. You could do the exact same thing with Roman Reigns. In fact, you know, you could argue that Roman Reigns' space turn was way better obviously the rocks i think so time, too but, i think so too you know so he's already ahead of the game yeah that's all i'm trying to say absolutely you know, utilize Yo. it baby. 
Yo, listen, I want to thank you so much, my brother, for coming on the show. Like, this was so awesome. Um, Real talk, man. Like, I want to make sure I get this situation with the video down packed so we can show each other, show the world our faces. But um, it's going to be available on audio. Like, anybody who's listening, I'm dropping this. Like, this is going to be, we're recording early in the morning, and you guys are going to be hearing this. When you're hearing this, that means we just finished like an hour ago. So this is for the people, man. Yo, Eddie, please tell the people where they can find you. Tell them all your information. I want the world to be able to find you because your stuff is dope. Talk to the people. I really appreciate that. I, I'm again, I'm honored to be on the show. Uh, we tried to do it for a little bit, and uh, you know, we, we, we got it done, and uh, yes, I'm yes. very happy how it went. Me too. I'm I'm, I'm fired up. You know, I think I the people like who this, hear this are gonna like it. I really think so too. I think we touched on a lot of good things today, and you know, all it, all this is doing is firing me up. I, I put out some content in the last week. I put out like three videos and nice. giveaway and all this stuff. So the, all this is doing is just continuing to uh, to put gas in the car, so to speak. Amen. Um, so this is the right time that you guys want to check me out because it's gonna be um, it's gonna be hot. Everything's gonna be a fire right now on my channel. I have a great like it's it's growing it's growing substantially. Um, there's a lot of different uh, opportunities coming my way. It seems nice. So I'm very happy and blessed for that. Nice. And uh, you know. It's 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 an honor to to do this with you, Sean, and then hopefully you know we all get what what we're striving for. Here. Everybody Another, eats by the grace of God. Everybody, everybody eats. eats. Bro. Everybody eats. So uh, they can find me obviously on YouTube, Mountain Corner, M O U N T I E apostrophe S mm -hmm. Corner. Um, can't miss me there. Instagram, same story, Mounties underscore Corner. You can find me on Twitter at Corner. Um, and on Facebook as well, same, same, same stuff. Uh, you know, you can't really miss me on, uh, on anything I cover on YouTube reactions. I, I, I do, uh, you know, fan giveaways. I, I talk about, he does, he gives stuff away to the people, y'all. He blesses the people, yeah. man. That's true. I do. I, th I appreciate that, man. And yeah. There's going to be more to come. Um, and you know, I do skits and, uh, now I'm going to be, uh, I used to do a lot of like, you know, topics for wrestling for, you know, little, uh, you know, videos here and there. I'm going to be doing that again. Right. Uh, man, I have so many ideas, so many things kind of moving right now. And, uh, you know, guys, if you ever want uh, like a T-shirt, uh, feel free to go to oldschoolshirts.com. And school is spelled S-K-O-O-L. Mm -hmm. And uh, drop uh, Mountie 10 in the discount. If for a 10%, they have all kinds of old school nice. uh, memorabilia, T-shirts, Road Warriors, Undertaker. Oh, man, like, uh, you know, they even had some Bruiser Brody stuff. Like, ah. Just just go check it out. Everybody listening, that obviously goes for you too, Sean. Of course. Um, of course. You know, uh, so that's like, you know, one of the partnerships I have and hopefully of many to come for all of us here. But uh, I had a great time, man, today. Uh, feel free, anybody, to reach out to me. I've always been very interactive with my fans. Uh, you know, we just hit over a thousand subscribers. Oh, congratulations! Over 1100. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. So things are going in the right direction. I'm super excited, and yeah, man, we're gonna we're, we got some good stuff coming in the projects. I know Sean's gonna be featured on my channel. Absolutely, nice. not just for a podcast, That's what's but up. also for uh, a little uh, a little skit slash. Uh, movie thing that we're gonna be doing on um, on my channel soon, like it. a part two of Dark Side of the Ring. Anytime I get it, anytime like I give the ladies a chance to see me, I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? I gotta give the ladies a chance to see me. You know what I'm saying? Shout <laughs> out! I'm, I'm playing. I got I got a girlfriend, but I'm just I'm playing. 
I feel like the sexiest big man in the game. Oh, see, that's why you're my brother. Right there, that's why you're my brother. Yes. That's it, bro. That's yeah. it. So look, this was and uh, hopefully one day we're gonna talk about this and get this whole thing done. And this whole thing will be it'll blow up to avenues that we hopefully didn't see coming. Yes, sir. Maybe they do it even better than what we expected, mm -hmm. and then we're gonna circle back to this podcast. Remember that time we had that that amazing podcast right before it just blew up. And that was special. So, I, again, I thank you, my brother. I am truly honored and blessed to have had you on my show. Um, we've talked off the air. Anybody who doesn't know, um, you know, myself and Eddie are, are, are like wrestling brothers, but we become real brothers because of our connection as it relates to our faith, as it relates to our families. We've shared some real-life stories, those of which I will not share. But the fact, I'm just trying to make a point that, you know, it's amazing how God works. And I'm not going to preach to you guys, but I am going to say that Jesus lives. I'm going to say that God is good. And I'm going to say that nothing happens by accident. So with that being said, Eddie, if you ever need anything from me, uh, I'm not just talking about pro wrestling. I'm talking about anything. I am here for you. And I am trusting God for amazing things in your life and your podcast and your business. I'm so blessed to have gotten a chance to know you, and I know this brotherhood's going to last forever. So thank God for you, and I thank God for all my fans out there, man. Like I said, it's such a cool thing to go on. I, I use Google Analytics to check my stats, and I have all these people that are checking me out that I didn't even know. Sometimes you get a little frustrated. You wonder if anybody's listening, mm. if anybody cares, but y'all care, and I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart, man. Um, obviously, check me out at HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com. On YouTube, you know, you can find me at Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. Y'all already know that. You know what I'm saying? Lately, I've been TikToking a lot. You know what I'm saying? Um, for some reason, my Instagram is not popping, but my TikTok is popping. So check me out on TikTok, Hub Wrestling Weekly. And with that being said, uh, Mountie, God bless you. I appreciate you, my brother. And everybody who's listening, you already know what it is, man. It's your boy, Sean, the host of HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com. We're out of here till the next time. Be safe. God bless. You have been listening to the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly podcast, which is an original production of HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com. Hubbard Wrestling Weekly is an independently owned company. The opinions and ideas of its host and studio guest are theirs and theirs alone, as Hubbard Wrestling Weekly is not associated with any professional wrestling mixed martial arts or boxing organization. Hubbard Wrestling Weekly, the very best in professional wrestling and combat sports.